the one on whom we can depend. She is a one named Sailor. Sailor Venus. Venus, Venus. Sailor Mercury. Mercury. Sailor Mars. Mars, Mars, Mars. Sailor Jupiter. <laughs> See, these powers are so new to her. She is the one named Sailor Moon. I love it so much! Welcome back to Kicking and Streaming, where in the name of the moon, we shall punish you. I'm Carrie. I'm Ross. And this week, guys, we are talking about the 1993 anime film, Sailor Moon R, The Promise of the Rose. I need everyone just from the top here, just be aware. <laughs> Carrie is schwitzing. I'm in rare form she today. She is so happy to be talking about what we're talking about today. <laughs> Um, Sailor Moon quite literally might be Carrie Ann's, like, favorite thing. Like, I don't know. She has a lot of favorite things, but this is, this is my Harry Potter. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your is Harry Potter, mine is Sailor Moon. Before we get started, don't forget, go follow us on Twitter at Kick and Stream. K-I-C-K-N-S-T-R-E-A-M. You can write the show at kickingandstreamingpodcast at gmail.com. That's with an and, not an ampersand. And don't forget, folks, practice the three R's, rate, review, review. Retweet. Rate, review, retweet, folks. We want everyone to be able to come and join our little watch party. All right, all right. Are you ready? Are yes. You, I, I don't even have a clever segue this week. I just <laughs> want to get to it. Carrie is so excited. <laughs> the human race will be sucked dry and become extinct. Not if I can help it. Yeah. Our world is in peril. The Cassenian Blossom is alive to sow the seeds of hatred and bring forth the fruit of evil. I can't fight it! It's raining it! Now, Serena will feel the sting of betrayal. Your history, Sailor Moon. Hand over your magic wand, or lose your pals. And her best friends become her worst enemies. When evil blossoms, the Sailor Scouts are here to get to the root of the problem. Think you can do it? You bet! Sailor Moon R, the movie, next Friday at 5. The future of our planet depends on you, Scouts. Every rose has its thorn, only Tsunami. I feel it. Just to start things off here real quick, mm-hmm. um, we used to watch the shit out of this movie. No. Like, all the time as kids. Both of us. We had a very particular copy of the movie. I miss it. I really do. <laughs> I really do m- wish I had not gotten rid of that tape. Because... We will get back to that in a minute, but I really wish I had not gotten rid of that tape. Yeah. Sailor Moon, the manga, the original book, was originally written and illustrated by Nyako Takuchi. <laughs> The manga originally ran from 1991 to 1997, and the anime originally ran from 1992 to 1997. There's a reboot known as Sailor Moon Crystal, which began in 2014. And the English version of the Eternal movie is coming to Netflix in June. I'm so hyped. It is so loud in our little pillow fort right now. It's so hype! <laughs> oh my god. 
Sailor Moon is an intensely complicated universe that involves things like space and time travel, dozens of villains and monsters of the week, and a super complicated timeline. But we're going to focus on the facts that are relevant to our story today. We're going to talk about Sailor Moon R, The Promise of the Rose. This is, like, in the relativity of the rest of the timeline, this is kind of in the middle. This takes place between the second arc and the third arc. The third arc happens to be my favorite. Here, Here are the broad strokes. Sailor Moon is the story of an all-powerful princess of the moon whose mother, in the face of great evil, sends her daughter Serenity, the heir to the throne of the moon kingdom, and her guardians back into the past where they were reincarnated as Japanese high school girls living and going to school in Tokyo. Every week, the Sailor Scouts or Sailor Senshi, if you're an originalist, fight new monsters and take on the powers of the Negaverse. So this is quite literally the definition of a long, long time ago, but somehow in the future. Sort of and no. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the answer's so nebulous and <laughs> requires a lot of explanation. This franchise officially now has three dubs. The original Japanese dub, the original English DIC dub, and the Sailor Moon Crystal dub, which has now replaced the DIC dub on streaming services. Ah. Uh. Yeah, you can you cannot find the original dub very easily without buying DVDs, which brings us to the long story of trying to procure this original English audio. So, I tried buying this movie on Amazon a couple years back, and I thought, you know, I'm definitely going to get the original version because they didn't redub the movies, did they? And I was wrong. Yeah. I, I was I have never been more wrong and I have never been so mad to have spent $15 but I knew that if we were ever going to cover this I was going to have to find this original audio it's just not the same without it right exactly you know it's not what we're about and you know there are definitely big advantages to redubbing something. You can get rid of the homophobia and lots of other questionable things, which lots of animes have problems with that when they're brought over from Japan. The English dub, in a lot of cases, is considered the inferior dub. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I get We've it. We've discussed this this month. <laughs> yeah, we have. Absolutely, we have. So, we had this on VHS when we were little. We had the original DIC dub, as well as the original DIC editing and musical score that the publishing company chose to replace the original Japanese score. And let me tell you, it's so much better. I uh, Like, the, the English score specifically is infinitely better. Like, uh, it works so much better with the whole look of the film. Finding a copy of this has been a long journey. I had to do a lot of research online, on eBay, on secondhand sellers, and finally I came across one that said it included the DIC. That was the specific thing I was looking for. And then it got here, and then I put it in and realized that we had the original dialogue, but not the original music tracks. Yeah. And I just, ugh. It w yeah, it's disappointing, but, like, it's here, and we're going to cover it. Yeah, and I'm calling an audible near the end of the movie, and you know what I'm talking about. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> LOL, calling an audible. That's funny. I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> Audible, I, like in football? I, I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> Call an Audible? I get you. Hey, right. Carrie. <laughs> what? Hey. What? Um, We're going to have to let you go. <laughs> yeah, the producer didn't want to do it this time. Oh, stop it. So, <laughs> I love you. That was an accident. It was an accident, boss. I swear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, moving on. 
We Have Names is going to be a little different this week because it's not like these voice actors didn't do other things in their careers, but I thought we would kind of mesh the We Have Names and the explanation of characters together here and save ourselves some time. Please. All right. So um, I'm going to read the Japanese character name, the Japanese voice actor, followed by the English DIC character name and the DIC voice actor. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Shit. I know. Everybody good? Everybody following along? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here we go. First, we have Sailor Moon, or Usagi Tsukino. She was voiced by Kotono Mitsuishi in the Japanese dub, and in the English version, she is known as Serena, voiced by Terry Hawks. I kind of want to let Serena introduce herself for this real quick. I'm going to use this audio here. Oh, my God. Hi, I'm Serena ordinary teenage schoolgirl who just happens to own the world's most powerful compact. With the help of my magical powers, I become the champion of justice known as Sailor Moon! That woman is 35. (laughs) Or 40, at least. She does kind of sound like a grown woman, even though she's supposed to be a teenager. She is the heir to the throne of the Moon Kingdom, and she is a whiny yet courageous teenager who is inexplicably tasked with saving the world from negative forces. She can be lazy, inattentive, and even selfish, but she's also the best friend you could ever ask for. Then we have Tuxedo Mask, or Mamoru Chiba, voiced by Toru Furuya. He is known as Darian in the English version and was voiced by Vincent Carraza. Hold on, hold on. Darian Shields? <laughs> yeah, that's his... Is that his English dub name? Yeah, Shield. Can you believe it? Hey. <laughs> okay, moving on. Otherwise known as Prince Endymion of the Earth Kingdom, Darian is the reincarnated love of Princess Serenity. He's tall, intelligent, soft-spoken, and often aloof. He often appears in battle to help the Sailor Scouts under the guise of his alter ego, Tuxedo Mask, who was my first love, by the way. I mean, I get it. I I understand (laughs) why. I do. Like, like, you know my type. I know. When it comes to that, you know. All right, moving on to Sailor Moon's friends, the Sailor Scouts. First, we have Sailor Mars, known as Rei Hino in the Japanese version and voiced by Michi Tomazawa. She is also known as Rei in the English version and is voiced by Katie Griffin. She is a Miko, or a shrine maiden, living and working at the Shinto shrine owned by her grandfather. She has psychic sensitivities and clairvoyance, as well as powers that are associated with fire. She is very hot-headed and butts heads with Serena on a weekly basis. Then we have Sailor Mercury, known as Amy Mizuno in the Japanese version, and voiced by Aya Hisakawa. She is also known as Amy in the English version, and voiced by Karen Bernstein. Like Bernstein Bears? (laughs) Oh, it's Berenstein. Oh, no. Bernson? No. Okay, never mind. Amy is the first Sailor Scout discovered by Sailor Moon in the show. She is timid, but extremely intelligent, and usually handles the intelligence operations on the show. Like, she's got a little hand computer. The Pokedex. (laughs) It's kind of like a Pokedex, Yeah, she has a Pokedex. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. She has water and ice powers. Okay, why the hell she got water and ice powers? Why not? She's the planet closest to the sun. (laughs) You know how hot it is on Mercury? Shut up. I don't have all the answers. Okay. (laughs) God. Anyway... 
Then we have Ross's favorite Sailor Scout. Hey! Sailor Jupiter! She is known as Makoto Kino in the Japanese version. and What's is What's up, Makoto? <laughs> yeah! She's voiced by Emi Shinohara, and she is known as Lita in the English version and voiced by Susan Roman. Lita is the muscle of the Sailor Scouts. She has superhuman strength. Yeah, she does. As well as powers associated with electricity and plants. Just wanted to shock me. <laughs> Ross! What? Lita can be intimidating to her classmates because she's tomboyish and tough, but she's still a sweet soul who loves to cook and crush on boys and hang out with her friends. The iconic rose earrings. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I love her shoes. I know. Those lace-up green boots. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then we have Sailor Venus, known as Minako Aino in the Japanese version, voiced by Rika Fukami. In the English version, she's known as Mina and is voiced by Stephanie Morgenstern. Mina is the captain of the Sailor Guardians, Princess Serenity's personal guards. She's the captain. She was the first Sailor Scout to wake up after being reincarnated. And before she hooked up with the other Sailor Scouts, she was an actual Tokyo superhero with her own video game. What? Yeah, Sailor V. That's one of Serena's favorite things to do after school, is to go to the arcade and play the Sailor V game. Oh my god. It's great! Uh... Her powers are associated with light, metal, and love. I'm sick of it, to be quite (laughs) honest with you. Guys, I'm going to be quite hard on Sailor Venus throughout this. I feel like she's just here. I don't know what she's contributing. You you, You know what I mean? All right, we got a couple more people. Uh, we have to explain who Rini is. <laughs> do we? Yes, we do. All right. <laughs> we have Sailor Minnie Moon, known as Chibiusa in the original Japanese version. She was voiced by Kei Araki. She is known as Rini in the English version and was voiced by Tracy Hoyt. Rini showed up at the beginning of the season that preceded this movie when they were battling the Black Moon Kingdom. At first, Rini was just like this mysterious little girl with pink hair who was searching for like this magical artifact. And then by the end of the season, she was revealed, spoiler alert, to be the daughter of Serena and Darian, who was sent back in time to get the young Sailor Guardians to help them defeat the Black Moon Kingdom. This is fucking crazy. So the fucking pretzel twists I have to put my brain into to understand the setup. The point of that is <laughs> Rini is Serena's daughter from the future. There but you go. But she is in high school and she no. has a daughter in her life with her. I know. It's weird. They're more like older sister and little sister. But they're mother and daughter? It's complicated. Okay. A couple more of our little friends, we have Luna and Artemis. Luna and Artemis retain their original names. Luna was originally voiced by Kiko Han and is voiced in our movie today by Jill Frappier. Luna's a black cat who is an advisor to Serena throughout the series. She's usually ready with like these plucky threads of wisdom and all the strategies that the scouts need. And then her partner is a white cat named Artemis, mm. originally voiced by Yasuhiro Takato. And in the English version, he is voiced by Ron Rubin. Artemis is basically like her life partner, like both in crime and in life. Indeed. <laughs> I love them so much. They're just kind of the all-knowing beings in this. Like, you have a question? Luna and Artemis know. Yeah. And they know how exactly how things are going to pan out, too. <laughs> They're smart. They've been at this a while. They're all-knowing cat beings. And then we have to talk about our villains real quick. Just real quick. Um, we have Fiore, who has the same name in both versions. I spelled his name incorrectly throughout the entirety of my notes. <laughs> it's F-I-O-R-E. <laughs> I, I don't want to tell you how I spelled it. It's Italian for flower. 
Oh! <laughs> Guys, the flower theme in this is so gay. Like in the best way. Yeah. I cannot wait. He was originally voiced by Hikaru Midorikawa, and today he'll be voiced by Steven Bednarski. What an unfortunate name. <laughs> He's our villain, the childhood friend of Darian, who always vowed to one day give him the same gift of flowers that Darian gave him. It's super gay. I love it! Uh, And then our main villain, the Zinian flower in the Japanese version, voiced by Yumi Toma, is known in the English version as the Kassinian blossom, voiced by Catherine Disher. All I have written for her is alien villain, kind of hot. Carrie! <laughs> no! I would so fall for this! Uh, stop. I would so fall for her evil tricks! We have got to start talking about this movie. I know, I know. I've kept you up long enough. Okay, okay. y'all, still here? Yeah. Still here? Okay, let's go. <laughs> Thank you for indulging me up until this point. <laughs> I promise now that we got the exposition out of the way, this will move quickly. Oh. whole thing is big nostalgia like this was one of the first things that i ever watched over and over and over again yeah we've talked about this on the show absolutely if i really liked something as a kid you watched it ad nauseum ad nauseum (laughs) emphasis on the nauseum nauseum (laughs) and because you watched it oh yeah and then therefore i started putting it back in and i watch it over and over and over again just because Ugh, that that cut with that audio, mm-hmm. it was just so, whenever I watched it, I was like, this is safe. <laughs> yeah. This is safe. I'm safe here. And it was, it just kind of, I don't know. It just, it made me feel very calm, even in the tense moments. Yeah. So this is, this is a huge callback for me. It's one of the first animated films that I watched constantly. I know. And it's just, I, it's. I'm think it's weird that I'm thinking about that just in this moment, but like it really is. Mm-hmm. We see the Sailor Scouts in their weekend casual outfits, which are to die for. I love the fashion in this franchise. As you know, Lita's my favorite. I know. Sailor Jupiter. Her little white vest and skirt combo. Yes. Uh-huh. And they are all on their way to a botanical garden. Just a lovely little weekend trip together. The Sailor Scouts, Darian, and Rini. Yeah, they're just on the bus, right? Like, yeah. they're going. It's a little family trip. With the whole opening credit sequence with the theme song. <laughs> When the movie actually starts, we're actually in flashback. We see this young version of Darian, Serena's main squeeze, remember? Uh-huh. He's, like, he's really little, and he's tearfully running out onto a rooftop. He's saying goodbye to his little friend Fiore, who is inexplicably leaving. He, uh-huh. He's a child. Where does he have to go? Exactly. And Darian hands him a rose as a goodbye gift. Well, I, if your boyfriend was leaving, you would absolutely give him a flower. Now listen to me. At this juncture, they are platonic childhood friends. Here, Fiori, this rose is for you. Wow. Thank you. Nobody's ever given me a gift before. I'll never forget this, Darian. And someday, I'll be back with flowers for you. (laughs) Why do you have to go away? 
He's so sad. Yeah, yeah, no, it makes me real upset when oh. they when that when Darian starts crying. I'm like, why would you have to go away? I'm like, oh god, like I don't go away. Darian snaps out of his flashback, and now we're in the greenhouse at the botanical garden where they were going. He's literally been triggered by these flowers. He's repressed this memory with Fiore so hard that now he's in a greenhouse and he's suddenly having flashbacks. So he's having a weird day. Forget me not. What? Huh? I said this flower's called Forget Me Not. Oh, yeah. Know what they stand for? No. They stand for true love in the language of flowers. So the flower theme is the vomiting horse throughout this entire <laughs> narrative. Um, keep that in the back. Just keep flowers in the back of your head. When Serena goes in to steal a kiss from him, and like, he's checking to see if people are looking. Don't watch the 18-year-old kiss the 14-year-old. Yeah, that's a separate conversation. I don't know if it can be separate. Uh, uh, no, you, you wouldn't shut that down. You wouldn't let me shut that down. You're right. And <laughs> their relationship is pure. I will tell you that. Uh-huh. But 18-year-olds shouldn't date 14-year-olds. They've also known each other for thousands of years. I, okay. Like, I cannot not consider that context, but it just, indeed, indeed. it's weird. I will not deny that it's weird. Oh my god, the rest of the scouts are spying on Serena, trying to snatch a kiss. Nosy-ass friends. <laughs> oh, yuck. Serena's getting kissed. How gross. Look at Miss Fishlips all puckered up like some... This isn't right, guys. We're spying. Stop. Come on. Let's go. Okay, guys. Drinking game. Every time I mention the music, take a drink. <laughs> because what the hell? What's with the glee tracks? Because <laughs> Darian has backed away from her. Yeah. And she has still got her lips puckered for a kiss and her eyes closed. <laughs> and she opens her eyes with this glee track going. <laughs> And then these hoes, they're holding a leaf out in front of her with a big furry caterpillar on it. And, Ser and Serena loses her shit and catapults herself across the greenhouse because she's scared to death of this thing. And they're all laughing. You snoops are gonna pay. Darian, hey, where'd you go? Darian goes out into the garden to get some fresh air and is very confused when it literally starts to rain rose petals. Like the sky goes dark, like the rain's about to fall, but it's flower petals. I know I'm backtracking, but when he comes outside and puts his hands in his pockets and just looks at the garden, <laughs> you know what I wrote? What? Darian, honey, you'd have won. <laughs> that is literally what I wrote. Someday my prince will come. So basically, yeah. Uh, it's getting real dark. Rose petals are coming down everywhere. Or flower petals or whatever the flower is. And, uh, honey, I think Fiore is back with flowers for you. Oh, my God. All right. So this strange man walks out of nowhere. He locks eyes with Darian. It is the definition of intense. That great shot where they're looking at each other uh -huh. from the side across the garden. It makes me think of Sada and Libby every time. Oh my god! Granted, Libby's not an evil space elf <laughs> who's going to try and steal Sada's life away. No, yeah, true. But... <laughs> and I love Serena. Serena's immediately like, who dis? It's been a long time, Darian. 
too long. Are you friends? Huh? No. I never forgot. Ugh. It took me a long time, but I kept my promise. We have to talk about the subtextual homosexuality in this movie. Because here's the thing. In the English dubs, you can change their gender and you can make them cousins, but you can't change the animation. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> They can't reanimate it. Yeah. Because, like, that's the thing. Like, there, throughout this series, this series has a history of changing characters' gender, changing the nature of their relationship, so they don't have to include homosexuality in the narrative. And, like, that is just something you can't take out of this movie. He's gay for Darian. He so is. That's right. I vowed to return with flowers for you, too. Flowers? It's still the most beautiful gift anyone has ever given me, Darian. I'm sorry, I have no idea what you're talking about. You must remember, I promised you. When Fiore puts Darian's hand in his... Uh-huh. And Serena is right there and she just goes... <laughs> and she's like, no, not gay energy. <laughs> oh my god. It's less about him maybe being gay and about him stealing her man. He, she would not care if he were gay if he was hitting on somebody else's boyfriend. Either way, she's icked. <laughs> Also, the music track is way too loud in this scene. <laughs> it's distracting. Take a drink. And then he just fucks off. Yeah, he's just like, bye bye No one's going to prevent me from keeping my promise. No one. He vanished. Why did he come? That's Fiori. Has to be. What's going on? Like, when he says no one will prevent him from keeping his promise, I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Big old uh-oh. Uh, this is Mewtwo energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a planet that looks like a rocket is headed for the Earth. <laughs> yeah, we're hearing some news coverage about this planet that's just hurling towards Earth, and the news anchor is too calm. Like, we are not McReady. <laughs> For the gigantic celestial body that is zooming towards Earth. He should be like that news anchor from Monsters, Inc., who's like, now is, is the, the time, time to panic! It should be around 25 million kilometers from Earth. Still a safe distance in astronomical terms. Anyone with a telescope should be able to spot it. The observatory's equipment has tracked it, too. Did you pick something up, Artemis? Computer findings point to yes. God, I love anime. It's just really funny to watch a cat use a computer. <laughs> That's my note, because Artemis is on the computer doing research on this falling planet. He's using a mouse and everything. Did you pick something up, Artemis? <laughs> computer findings point to yes. <laughs> Artemis and Luna are pretty sure this planet contains hostile alien life, but the scouts aren't so sure. And at this point in the timeline, they really should be better listeners. All the times that Luna and Artemis looked at them and went, hey, you stupids. No, I feel like most of this movie, the most of the first part of this movie, and probably most of the series, is Luna and Artemis feeding them instructions of what to do. <laughs> hey, sometimes they know things, sometimes they have to figure it out for themselves. No, they are literally the writers. They are literally <laughs> telling them, this is how the plot's gonna go and you need to act it out this way. It's whatever is more convenient <laughs> for the narrative. And so they're all wigging out about this planet coming down. I was gonna say, I have, speaking of not being a good listener. So they're all wigging out about this planet coming down. And then Serena is in the corner, on the <laughs> floor below the window, going, Ugh! Oh, I wonder what it is. Hmm. Oh, 
There seemed to be some kind of connection between those two. Oh, Darian's not allowed to have secrets. Serena, there is a planet coming! <laughs> and you're worried about Darian? This is what I mean when I say she could be a little lazy and a little whiny and not focused on the big picture, all right? She is 15. Let's give her a break. <laughs> She's fixated on Fiore because we could all feel it through the TV screen. There's something between them. Exactly. You know, Darian never really told her anything about his tragic backstory. And believe me, we'll get back to it. But he's just never been open about it. So she has no choice but to speculate. So the dangerous dandelion comes down out of space in the middle of the night. I wrote, I wrote uh-oh, fuck, it's here. <laughs> the alien life? Yes. So this little, this dangerous looking dandelion seed drifts down out of the sky and gets planted in downtown Tokyo and instantly grows into this pink flower. This is the ruiner flower. Mm. She ruins people's lives. She sure does. The <laughs> Regina George flower? She's the Regina George flower. From space. The scouts are walking to school the next morning, and they're just walking along. And remember, I said, Ray has psychic sensitivity. She's got that Shinto sensitivity. Yeah, so she it's literally like she walks into a wall. What's the matter, Ray? I feel it. There's something very bad close by. <laughs> they book it. Oh, they sure do. They leave Rainy behind. Don't leave me. How did you forget me? At Kevin McAllister. <laughs> Sorry. She's like, six guys, you can't leave her behind. They run around the corner and find all these people drained of their energy just laying on the ground. This part used to disturb the fuck out of me. Because it's just a street full of people lying down. They're walking around. They're checking out these people. And Mina gets down to check someone. I'm sure the culprit's gone by now. Probably gone to find more victims. Or plan the next attack. He's got her! Let me go! All of the people who were previously down for the count are now up, ambulatory, and being controlled by vines. Not the vine zombies! <laughs> I remember when I was a vine zombie. I'd spend all day on vine. <laughs> And so everyone's, uh, I love how they're like, they're, they talk about it for way too long and then they get close enough to grab them. <laughs> and they just start throwing them around. I have in all capital letters, girls, now would be the time to transform. Ray is just like, move, I'll do it. Evil them all out. Yeah, knocks them all down at once with her Shinto attack. Like, what? what, what, is, the, what is the attack again? Evil spirits disperse! You know what? Anytime I ever have something fucked up going on with spirits in my life ever again, uh -huh. that's what I'm just gonna say. Do I'm it. just gonna scream it. <laughs> Evil spirits disperse! Disperse! <laughs> Not here, babe! <laughs> so, Amy consults her Pokedex, <laughs> and they find the space spider plant nearby. Yeah, the flower that came down last night, it's the one controlling all of the vines. And, um, uh, they, 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 they hone in on that thing, and it's right where it landed. But then all of a sudden, 
It's ambulatory. <laughs> it sprouts legs. It jumps up out of the ground and it's got <laughs> eight legs or whatever. I don't know. When it starts chasing Reeny, I don't do skittering and I don't do skittering because of this. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Somebody stop that wicked weed. I love that line. Why do we love that so much? Somebody stop that wicked weed. Because she's not phased. <laughs> this is a plant running around. I mean, she's seen a lot of shit up until this point. I guess. I I guess I wouldn't be phased. Like, this this is just a regular old monster of the week for her. She has literally saved the universe how many times? <laughs> like, at least twice yeah. at this point. Uh-huh. That plant can move! Stop that wicked weed! That weed jumps to get Chibiusa. I'm sorry. <laughs> Rini. Yeah. And Serena just completely tackles her away from it. <laughs> and they go flying through a diner window. <laughs> oh no, what is it? <laughs> Evil spirits Cassinian is terrifying and beautiful and evil, and she disturbs the shit out of me. She's so evil. I know. And but like every single the thing about this villain that is so particularly interesting to me, and this is kind of fucked up, sorry. But like everything that she's doing, except for the moment she's caught by surprise, she's in 100% ecstasy. You think so? She is cackling and cheesing the entire time she's jazzed to be here especially when she wraps up ray and amy uh -huh. and starts draining their life energy out of them oh my god and uh, her laugh uh, the gigantic blossom that opens up in her back oh my god to start bringing it all into her and i'm like ah ah not space pollination <laughs> in outer space plant pick you <laughs> It's got Amy and Ray. It's the one who stole people's energy before. We need scout power. This is where Jupiter and Venus transform. Sailor Moon's kind of what popularized the magical girl genre. One of the major characteristics of magical girl anime are transformation sequences, where you go from your civilian costume to your superhero fighting costume, right? Let's waste some time. No, no, I would not call it a waste. Like, uh, No, <laughs> we're, we're trying to fill up screen time here. Yeah, because they're always the same, right? So... <laughs> They're not only amazing, but they save so much time and money. It's the Ernie the Giant Chicken principle. <laughs> From Family Guy? Or uh, Conway Twitty. Yeah. Family Guy is, Family Guy deserves to be in jail for that. For all the wasted screen time? For all the wasted screen time, literally because they couldn't come up with any more horrible shit to put on television. So they just cut to some bullshit they found on YouTube. The longest Ernie the Giant Chicken fight with Peter uh -huh. is something like... Nine or ten minutes. What the hell? That's almost half the episode. Luckily, that's not what we're dealing with today, because all of the Sailor Moon transformations are just stunning to watch. Listen, star power does get me feeling some kind of way. Jupiter!
Jupiter, as you know, that's my favorite. When she starts spinning around and she's got all her lightning bolts, I'm like, yes, babe, get it. So Jupiter and Venus throw the plant off of Amy and Ray. This is where Mercury and Mars transform. They- Sailor Mars, Sailor Mars. <laughs> it gets me every time. What is the music? What is with the music? Meanwhile, Serena is regaining consciousness in this diner after saving Rini from the plant. Like, they're all kicking ass outside and she's taking a nap. <laughs> Granted, she is pa- she was knocked out. <laughs> like, all I'm saying is what I can gather from the show is that while they're saving her... <laughs> She's just kind of watching it happen. No, no, that's literally not And then not she comes it. in at the last possible second no. when the villain is at its lowest. <laughs> it's like shooting the stag for the king. Yeah. But then the king's the one that gets to actually kill it. All right. Uh, <laughs> I can't exactly argue with that, but the, the, just the, the, the energy's not right, okay? Take that somewhere else. This is where we get Serena's transformation. And honestly, this is how I imagine myself getting ready in the morning. Moon crystal power? Moon crystal power! Oh my god. Don't be doing that, moon crystal. It's expensive, you can't afford it, (laughs) and I don't need you addicted. Stop that! I'm sorry. She gets done with her transformation, and Sailor Moon enters with one of her classic monologues. She's a different-ass person as Sailor Moon. (laughs) I know! This is not Serena. This is Serena wised up. This is an empowered superhero right here. How dare you use your floral beauty in such an evil way? Who knows what compost heap you come from, but you're not welcome here! And believe me, we get to the root of every problem. I love her. She's ridiculous. <laughs> and believe me, we get to the root of every problem. <laughs> I love it. Not the plant puns. The plant puns are excellent, okay? <laughs> All the scouts start hurling attacks. Mercury freezes her, buying Sailor Moon enough time to get out the moon scepter, which, Gavin, if you're listening, wouldn't mind having a moon scepter. Just saying. <laughs> What's with the music when she pulls out the moon scepter? <laughs> Is this 1555? (laughs) What's happening? She uses Moon Princess Elimination to finally stop that wicked weed. It's when she goes, Elimination? (laughs) That's big balls. I love it. She says, I'm going to eliminate you. You will cease to exist. (laughs) There's very rarely any trace of them left. Also... Are all the zombie people dead? You know, I don't know. We never see them get up and like, you know, oh, what happened? You know, (laughs) Ray just took them out before the fight and they all just fell down. I don't know. We never go back to those people. (laughs) Don't think about it. The light jazz strikes again. (laughs) Guess who's here, folks? The weird man from the garden, Fiore. He transforms into his... Space elf form? Yeah. What are they called? They're called Children of the Tree. He may be a reference to a villain 
group that appeared earlier in that arc, but it's never confirmed whether or not but he But he is. looks exactly like them. He looks exactly like those two characters from the second arc. I just, I don't, we have, we have no canonical confirmation is what I'm saying. Anyway, Bowie out of drag transforms into Bowie in drag. It, he does look a lot like David Bowie. He looks like David Bowie is the Goblin King. Like, like I'm not gonna lie. The green hair with the pink streaks in it, the pointed ears, he's wearing this fabulous white ensemble with a cape, and that's not all he's wearing. Mm. What's he wearing on his lapel, Ross? The Cassinian Blossom. The way she unfurls and she's cackling. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh. <laughs> it's not a visual medium. <laughs> the way she's unfurling and cackling. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. The Cassinian Blossom. Quite the little welcoming committee. Thank you, Fiore. Hmm, I believe this planet's perfect for cultivating our plans. The energy is very good here. You know what I always say, let's put the pedal to the metal. Okay, the puns in this film are inexcusable. <laughs> Here's the thing. If you're watching a Sailor Moon episode and they're fighting a monster, Tuxedo Mask is inevitably going to show up. I love the way this show inverses his role as like being the only male part of the group, but he's kind of the one that's useless. Uh-huh. He's always getting captured. He's always the subject of much intrigue. He's the Princess Peach. He does not contribute <laughs> much to the fight. He usually just interrupts by throwing a rose. Oh, sure. All the forces of the universe are just fighting to save a man. <laughs> of course. Enter Tuxedo Mask with his rose and his castanets of swagger. Him coming out of the billboard. Because <laughs> he mer- he's merged into that billboard with all the men dressed in fancy suits. <laughs> Nothing good will ever grow in a garden full of darkness, Fiori. We all know it. The guy can wear a cape. Tuxedo Mask comes up to Fiori and he's like, Hey man, listen, I do remember who you are. Is it cool if we're friends? And like, we don't fight each other? Is that cool? And Fiori like for a second is like, you know... You know, maybe maybe we could do that. And the way the Cassinian Blossom can just turn it on. Oh my god, she's not having it. She immediately possesses Fiore. <laughs> this girl has you bamboozled, Darian! Sailor Moon, run! Fiore, stop! He's trying to attack Sailor Moon. This girl has bamboozled you, Darian. That is some gay shit. (laughs) Oh, not this gross girl. Ew. I know, right? (laughs) And Darian's standing between them. And guys, this is where it kind of gets violent. Fiore tries to gut Sailor Moon with his long, like, spike nails. Yeah. Oh, my God, he's trying to fillet her. This is the definition of a gay rage. And then Tuxedo Mask steps between them. Fiori, no! Oh, Oh, no. Darian! Tuxedo Mask, you saved my life. It's so horrible, though. Yeah, I know. He does uh, get uh, badly injured by Fiore, and he's, of course, gay horrified. He's immediately 
really horrified by what he's done. So he kidnaps Darian and takes him back to the planet that's currently hurling towards the Earth. This part made me so sad. Right? Always. Because how upset she gets. This voice actress is crazy, by the way. (laughs) I'd like to meet her in real life. Terry Hawks? Yeah, just to hear her speak. It would be very cool for me, too. Because her crying. Give him back. She's so upset. I feel her so bad. And in that moment, I can feel how stupid she feels. Yeah. Because she kind of caused this. I mean, only slightly. (laughs) Only slightly and just by existing. So try not to be too tough on her. You're right. It's time to talk about Fiore and Darian's tragic backstories, all right? Uh Uh-oh. Not the suffering orphan narrative. Oh, God. I'm afraid your parents did not survive the accident. We did everything we could to save them, but it was too late. Mother, father, why did you have to leave me? Why'd you leave me all alone? You're not alone. I'm here with you. Darian was orphaned in a car crash when he was around six, seven, eight years old. Was he in the car? I feel like he's in a hospital when this happens. Yeah. So maybe he was in the car. But he went to live in a children's home where he met Fiore, and they became very, very good friends. Hold up, hold up. We need to talk about how he started out as a gay bubble in space. Right, how Fiore started out as a gay bubble in space. Gay space bubbles, just the tiny little Fiore space elf just inside that bubble floating through the void. He looks so sad and lonely. Before I came to the orphanage, I was drifting all alone in space. I had no idea where or when I was born. Finally, after a long and lonely journey, I was carried to Earth. And he crashes down to Earth, and Darian just finds him on the pavement outside of this children's home in the rain. And he takes him in and feeds him and clothes him and loves him as a friend. It's actually very dear. I'm not. He saved his life. I'm not going to tear up about it. It's stupid. (laughs) Like, Darian saved Fiore's life, and he was able to survive. Like we saw at the beginning, young Fiore has to leave Earth and promises to bring Darian a rose back as perfect and wonderful as the rose that he gave him when he left. He gets so fixated on this red rose that Darian gives him because it's the only gift he's ever gotten Yeah. in his entire life. Oh my God. And th- th- I can identify with that. I was like, is this an act of kindness? To- Are we married now? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to laugh, but I get it. Yeah, it's it's a very childlike, you know, Fixing. emotion to have. Yeah. And so he goes out into the universe to look for a flower that's just right, and he finds Cassini and Blossom instead. Uh, uh-oh, Fiore's a victim too. Yeah. She corrupts him the moment he picks her. When I picked the Cassini and Blossom, a thought struck me. On Earth, people had left my friend Darian all alone. I vowed then and there that they must pay. You deserved so much better. When he says the words, you deserved so much better, I'm like, this is love. Right? Like, this is, this is no cap, 
undying till the end love. I love it. It's so it's so complicated because he is a victim. And, but he's also kidnapping Darian. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm feeling right now. Exactly. He literally says the words, you belong to me. Right? And I'm like, uh-oh, we're getting a little possessive. That's toxic. But it's not his fault. We're back on Earth with the Scouts and Artemis and Luna. And Artemis and Luna are giving us a fact dump in which they explain what the Cassinian Blossom actually is. The way Artemis and Luna are like, on her own, she ain't shit. <laughs> she needs a host. She needs a body. And that body is Fiore. On her own, Cassinian's just another flower. So she needs someone to act on her behalf, a kind of pawn. So she waits for someone with a vulnerable heart to come along, and she somehow puts him under her spell. Exactly. She plants the seeds of negativity and turns a pure heart into a dark one. And from there, her power will grow until she destroys everything. The scouts are formulating a plan to get Tuxedo Mask back and save the planet from Cassinian. And Sailor Moon says, nay, nay. Yeah. I will not lose anyone else. Okay, well, that's selfish. (laughs) And I mean, hey, what did I say at the top? She can be a little selfish, but she's also the best friend. I love how, once again, it's Rini, Serena's daughter, who has to give her a pep talk. This is this part is like, it's like, it reminds me of Edna in The Incredibles. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> You're a last girl! My God, pull yourself together! <laughs> <laughs> May I remind you you're a superhero? Why is it do you think we fight for you? Mental void? Because we value your friendship. Yeah, and friends will always fight on the same side. Because you brought us together. You and Tuxedo keep us together. And we can't let our friend Tuxedo go. Right. So, in true Magical Girl fashion, we all join hands in the middle of the rubble and sailor teleport into space. I wish I could be a guy in one of the surrounding apartments. Just like, (laughs) are you seeing this shit? It's lighting up the sky. What's happening? <laughs> they just, it's gone. It just fucking disappeared. They all join hands and they just teleport into the atmosphere. So this planet that's coming at the Earth, yeah, it actually um unfolds. Imagine splitting open a coffee bean. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it kind of looks like a seed pod to start with, yeah. right? When it open, when the when the when the celestial body opens up, it forms kind of the shape of a petal. Yeah. Like a flower petal. It's like a quadratic flower petal. The surface of the planet itself is covered in Cassinian blossoms. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I don't fucks with it. Uh-uh. And of course they have to crash land there. Oh my god, another one of Cassinian's witch soldiers? This one has wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She comes out of- And swords. Yeah, swords on her elbows! (laughs) She comes out of nowhere. Elbow swords. (laughs) (laughs) She does come out of nowhere. I'm sorry. And they all collide in the air. Okay, when they fly through the air after breaking out of their little, I don't know, sanctity bubble that they're using to fly. Sailor teleport. Sailor teleport, whatever. And they all land perfectly on their feet, and Serena lands directly on her ass. (laughs) Or not. She's not the graceful one. It's why I identify. I have soldier, dies, hungover noises. Oh my god, play that noise. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's how I feel in my mind all the time. It's <laughs> <laughs> the oh anguish god. of existing. Oh my god. So Amy takes to the Pokédex again, and she's <laughs> analyzing the planet with her Pokédex. Amy uses her little handheld computer to find- The fi- Pokédex. The Pokédex. She Pokédexes the planet. She finds out where Darien is being kept, which is in a tank at the center of the planet. And so they're like, okay, gotta get over there. But we are interrupted by the gayest film entrance in history. (laughs) Describe it. This mound begins to form in the flowers, in the blossoms, and it rises to, I don't know, the average height of a man. (laughs) And then the flowers fall off. And it's fucking Fiore with the Cassinian Blossom. He starts doing that thing where the villain explains the plan aloud. Yeah, we, we gotta let you know. We gotta let you know where the narrative's going. He's going to keep Darian on the asteroid with him until Cassinian has successfully carpeted the entire planet with Cassinian Blossoms. And they're just gonna start draining energy from all living things there. I'm not gonna lie, when he's talking about how they're going to drain all the life from the planet and you see the shots of Tokyo covered in Cassinian blossoms. I'm sorry, it looks kind of fun. Well, it looks cool. It looks kind of nice. It looks very cool, but it's very, very bad. But no one's alive. Yeah, no one's alive the only thing alive, The only thing alive on the planet is the flowers. Because that's what she does. She's a parasite. She goes from- Isn't that all, aliens? She goes from planet to planet, drains them of their energy, and moves on. And the Cassinian blossoms feed on- Energy. The human race will be sucked dry and become extinct. Disappeared again. <gasps> What's wrong? We're surrounded. There are negative forces all around us. <gasps> Where? I can Where feel it. Negativity. Oh no! They're multiplying. When Amy's like, hang on, you guys, and she's back on the Pokedex, she's like, I'm getting readings of super negative energy all around us. And then they all start looking in different directions, and you can hear Ray go, negativity, I can feel it, negativity. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, that is how I feel all the time. Oh, my God. And then all of these Cassinian snakes pop up. The clown noises! Oh my god! They are all just female torses and snake bottoms! The noises these things make! I don't like the slithering, but we're gonna wilt these witches. (laughs) You like that, don't you? Yeah. That's Jupiter's super cool action movie line. So, to save you a minute, they try and fight them off the best they can, but they- Fiori just has them regroup. And then they, they, uh, it's like Transformers. It's like they, you know, it's interesting. I wrote Rat King. Rat King. Oh, please. No. (laughs) We've talked about the Rat King before. Guys, just Google what a Rat King is. Yeah, it's not pleasant. It's horrifying. But they consolidate their power into one giant wave. And they're going to smash the Sailor Scouts. And I think it's Ray who is closest to Serena and grabs her and throws her out of the way. And they all get crushed. They all get buried by this mound of flowers. And Fiore strings them all up on a stalk like he's going to burn them at the stake. And he's very plain with her. He goes, hand over your magic wand or lose your pals. And he starts shocking them. She folds immediately. (laughs) What's your choice? You're gonna abandon them again? Never. 
You win. I'm sorry. I can't turn my back on them. Without my friends, it's not the same. I give up. Coward! Fight them! I can't. I know I can beat him. And then you'll get hurt. And I couldn't bear that. I love how the girls are like, no, don't do it! <laughs> Ray's my favorite. Coward! Fight them! Oh my god! <laughs> but she barely questions it. She hardly hesitates at all. Well, this display of empathy, it kind of busts Fiore. It's like, you know when Moody's trying to put the Imperius curse on kids in class? Yeah. And he's telling Harry, all you have to say is, no, I don't want to. Jump on the desk. No, I don't think I will. You know, that's how you fight off the Imperius curse. Yeah. This, I guess empathy is him fighting off the Cassinium Blossom. Yeah, because he's like, oh no, I'm feeling. It's literally the Grinch. <laughs> he releases all the scouts. She has touched the remains of whatever soul he has left. And then like, it, you know, that lasts two seconds. <laughs> yeah, because this is where Cassinian ratchets everything up because she's got to pull him back over to her side. <laughs> she puts him in the corner of the ring, slaps him in the face and goes, listen, get your <laughs> shit together. You're never going to have Darian. You're never going to have what you want if until the Sailor Scouts are eliminated. This is where she basically possesses him. No, like when she's, yeah, when she in vapor form <laughs> is surrounding him and she's like, if you help me fight her, I'll make sure Darian remembers your special bond. But your friendship with him will never come back to life until Sailor Moon and the Sailor Scouts are gone. Together, we are invincible! She says, together we are invincible, and then just like, he explodes. Oh my god. And into that big devil face. It's great animating. The animation's so exquisite. It's great animating. And then he re-fucking-peers. She's changed his whole look. The new fit is sick. I know. Queen! <laughs> he looks amazing! He's got this dark jumpsuit on with gold trim. His hair is now pink with teal streaks. He now has Cassinian's arms like vines draped all over him. Oh my god, and they're moving? Like, that is a Versace fit. <laughs> I'm telling you, Annie, I'm telling you right now. Were he alive, I'm sure he'd agree with you. This is about the time that Darian says, oh, hell no. We're not threatening my future wife. Uh-uh. So he literally forces himself out of this water tank. and <laughs> This water-filled crystal, whatever he's in. Yeah, and like he's still got his injuries, but he's going to try and stand in the line of fire again. Uh-huh. I love it when you said he's a damsel who saves himself. Yeah, it's so <laughs> true. They were going to go get him, but he saved his own ass. He's contributing. And this is where Fiori pulls out the spike tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes. He uses the tentacles to snatch Sailor Moon up and start draining her energy. She's screaming. There's a gospel choir playing in the background. What is with this music? <laughs> you can wail all you want, but my followers won't give up until I tell them. So give up your claim on Darian's heart, and I'll tell them to stop. You don't know what it's like to be lonely without true friends, Sailor Moon. Or you wouldn't try to take Darian away. So what we're going to do now that everything is so awful, um, we're going to think about ourselves for some screen time. 
Yep, that's what we're going to do. Fiore is monologuing again, and he starts to point out all the things that Sailor Moon can't possibly relate to about being different. Uh huh. But here's the thing. As he's talking, each and every one of the scouts in one way or another, can relate to the things that he's saying. Uh We get all of these micro-flashes of the scouts in the time before they met Sailor Moon. When their lives were just not cool. Right? Yeah. And they had their own insecurities and their own problems and how they always just felt different. And that sad piano goes on for a little while. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then Fiore is ready to take his final strike. He's going to kill her with his spike tentacles. And the scouts, of course, stop him. Not with attacks, but with their words. (laughs) They're trying to get to him. Don't! Sailor Moon's done more for me than anyone. She's the best friend you could wish for. Just ask Darian, and she could be your friend, too. You could join us, Fiori. Put your powers towards building more friendships. They're saying, hey, listen, you're fucking everything up right now. You could take what little of your soul you have left and put this great power and energy that you have, obviously have, into uh, building uh, other friendships and other relationships. Darian doesn't have to be the only one. (laughs) We'll be your friends. Hang out with us. Fuck this Cassinian bitch. (laughs) Hang out with us. Mars is straight up with him. She'll destroy you, Fiore. She right. I mean, she is, but Fiore will not hear her he goes to shred serena with spikes and darian stops him by throwing one of them roses shoots one of his roses into his chest (laughs) red rose you choose them yes Uh, he got out uh, uh, darian The idea that Darian chose them literally shatters him. Well, hasn't his entire existence been about getting back to Darian? That's a very good point, bud. And I'm like... Oh, it just makes it so much thicker. Because he doesn't like have anybody else. He doesn't have anybody else. What's he been doing this whole time? He might have only found Cassinian like a little while ago. Yeah, who knows? The reason he couldn't stay on Earth was because his life would be too short. Yeah. Okay. Time's different on different planets. I I don't know the ways of gay space elves. (laughs) I don't. He falls to the ground all dramatic-like, and Cassinians tell him to take Darian out, and he won't do it. Why don't you go after him? He's weak. Get rid of him! Uh, We're like brothers. We've shared the same pain. All I hoped for was to be friends once more. I'm sorry, Fiori. Goodbye, Darian. I hope you're happy with your choice. All the flowers start dying. I love that Amy flops down and goes, Earth is safe. And I always go, it was not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because all the flowers have died. And they think that Cassinia no longer has a means to populate the planet. And so they're like, okay, cool. Now we just got to get off this space rock. But no, 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 no. 
The planet that they're on, remember how it's like separated into petals and stuff? Yeah, but now it's breaking apart. The planet starts breaking up and they're all trapped on the same chunk of rock. And this is where Fiore surprises them with the fact that the planet is going to self-destruct when it collides with Earth. Great. They're basically riding a big bomb. Like, we love this for us. We've programmed the core of the planet to self-destruct on Earth. In a few minutes, you'll be on a crash course home. Without enough power to teleport off this rock. <laughs> and once we've landed, I'll suck the earthlings dry in your memory, my faithful servant. You'll do no such thing, Cassinian. This is where... Sailor Moon, who's been taking five. I know how you love it when she takes naps. Yes, yes. But she's been resting for a second. She slowly rises up and she opens her compact, the source of her power. Her compact? That's what it's called, a compact. She actually calls it a compact? In the English version, yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, go on. (laughs) She opens up the compact and produces the source of her power, the moon crystal. This is how she she always ends up protecting everyone from the big baddies. It's always the power of the moon crystal. Deus es moon crystal. (laughs) She's going to try and protect the asteroid from burning up in the atmosphere. She takes that crystal out and everybody's like, no, don't do it. The way she goes, it's cool. (laughs) Why have the moon crystal if I'm not supposed to use it? And she's like, guys, it's okay. It's chill. It's all cool. I got this. This is the source of her power. If this goes sideways, she will die. And she's just up there doing it without one bit of hesitation. I'm going to cry. Anyway. I can't stand it. Anyway, go ahead and cry. You cry in the corner for a minute. Fiore grabs her by the chest where she's got this crystal center. If you think you're going to change this planet's trajectory, you're wrong. Give me the crystal! (laughs) Like candy from a baby. I wrote, not her clothes bursting into ribbons. Again, you really can't change the animation. Like, but like basically what's happening is a physical is a visual representation of him disrupting her connection to the crystal. He's caused her outfit to shatter off of her. And it's weird. She's a naked teenager. It's weird. I'm not going to say it's not. And then the guitar. Yeah, no, this is this is this is the score's worst sin. I know, like why this music track did not need to be here. I can make you better. <laughs> the original track is a gentle like eerie tune. It's what makes the moment the moment. Yeah, it's so much better. And because what's happening here? She's not even struggling against him. He's trying to hurt her and she reacts with kindness. I can make you better. Your heart is still pure. We can be friends if you trust me. You're lying! Maybe you'll believe me if I show you how dare you became my friend. And using Sailor Scout magic shows him the flashback where she met Darian for the first time. I don't know how canonical this actually is, actually. Because it's always been my understanding that as far as being reincarnated and sent back to Earth, they met for the first time when he was in high school. Not as children. Not as children. So maybe this movie is just like some extra backstory. So this is when he's in the hospital. Yeah, right after his family 
died in the car crash. And Serena is there because her mother just gave birth to her little brother. Uh Uh-huh. And she's got her a bouquet of roses. And she just wanders into his room because he's crying. Yeah. Who are you? My name is Serena. Why are you crying? Because my friend's leaving and I'll never see him again. And he's the only friend I've got. No, he isn't. Because from now on, I'll be your friend too. My mummy just had a baby boy today, and I got these roses for her. Here, it's a present. (laughs) Thanks, Serena. She gives him a red rose as a present. Darian's rose came from you. It was a token of your friendship? And then, oh my god, guys, the rose that Darian gave to Fiore is the rose that Serena gave him! It's so beautiful! He's so, and oh my god, and Fiore is all of us! He's collapsing into himself. He's literally a dying star. He can't feel any more of his feelings. He's so overcome with emotion that it causes both him and the Cassinian Blossom to completely dematerialize. (laughs) I have in all capital letters, been there, pal! Play it. Fiore! Take the moon crystal and get rid of her! Fiore! The scream. Oh my god. I'm glad that bitch is dead. And like, Fiore just like dematerializes. Yeah, what's left of Fiore is just gone. (laughs) Oh no. Sorry. So now we're hurling towards Earth. Guys, we've arrived at my favorite part of the movie because all hope is lost. There's no way off this rock. They're going to burn up in the atmosphere, but not if Sailor Moon has anything to say about it. Um, Just a quick trigger right here. Um, This triggers Carrie Ann's final form. Oh my God, this song. Okay. The sound of the piano is going to make Carrie Ann um, become another entity. <laughs> I'm kind of worried if I hear it. That I'm going to launch out of the studio? Yeah, just like I'm going to be on the floor, passed out <laughs> because you freaked. Quick note. Obviously, there's a different song underneath this action sequence. And uh, it's still a dope tune. I'm not going to take that away from anybody. But the song that was on the tape we had was peak 90s pop rock on the keyboard and everything. Uh Uh-huh. just sends me it's the shot that does it for me she's just raising the crystal over her head and she transforms into her iconic princess serenity gown oh my god this gown is great oh don't you want your wedding dress to look like that i mean a tiny bit yes (laughs) i want moon buns i want puffy sleeves (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness you know what you know what line always gets us going They are my loyal friends, and our kingdom depends on them. I feel that so hard. She's just not, she's so 
magnanimous and wonderful with them. She knows she's not a one-person show. She needs their support. And then Darian gets up and becomes Endymion all at once. Yeah, he changes into his Endymion armor. Yeah. And I'm like, everybody is bodying this. <laughs> Remember how all the scouts were reminiscing about their insecurities? Oh, no, yeah, we need to waste some more screen time, so we're going to talk about ourselves again. <laughs> we're going to think about ourselves now. They start flashing back on all the ways Serena has changed their lives. Like, Serena, like, challenges Amy to get out of her comfort zone. Uh-huh. Which, like, Amy's fine in her comfort zone. But every once in a while, you gotta get out and play instead of study, right? And then, like, in the case of Ray, Serena will just take it from Ray every now and again because it's a weird love language for them the way they razz on each other like Serena's the little sister to Ray you know what I'm saying uh huh and then Serena treats Lita like she's every bit as valued and loved as anybody who doesn't look or act like her like she's a tomboy thank you but aren't you scared of me <laughs> I love that <laughs> Should I be? <laughs> she doesn't question it for a second. She just wants to be your friend. And Serena, you have problems with Venus's flashback. I mean, all she does is compliment her. I'm psyched. I've been waiting big time to meet you, Sailor V. Well, thank you. I have no interest in Venus. <laughs> It's just like every time she opens her mouth, I don't believe her. Why? I, Carrie, I'm sorry. I know that I, this, I'm not qualifying this very well. I just feel like she has nothing to contribute. And she's the captain of the scouts. Now, like y you are admittedly basing that on solely having seen the movie and very little of the actual show. Well, I'm sure she shows her true colors <laughs> in the show. But in this movie, she was less than helpful. You're right. That's all I'm saying. You had to ask me what her English name was because they never address her directly. And that should tell you everything everything you need to know. <laughs> oh my God! I think that the point of that is that Serena validates Venus as a legit superhero in her own right, and not just as her captain. And then the planet starts to break apart because we're officially in the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. And we're just we're just tearing through all that oxygen, burning up the rock. There's a great shot where it like moves in close on her trying to hold the crystal up. She's struggling. And all the scouts are behind her. We are planet power! And then we get star power, baby. We are planet power! Mercury star power! Mars star power! Jupiter star power! Venus star power! Moon crystal successfully prevents them from burning up in the atmosphere. She stops the planet before it smashes into Earth. But unfortunately, she just dies out there. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere space. Uh-oh, Serena's dead again. Like, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it happens over and over again. I'm not going to lie. Serena's it, dead again, and how are we going to bring her back this time? I feel like every character on this show has died and then inexplicably been brought back to life. This is where Fiore appears just out of nowhere. We thought he was dead, right? Yeah. He just appears next to Darian while he's holding Serena's body. One thing, all I'm saying is Darian did nothing but stand there <laughs> the whole time. He's very 
very supportive. Okay, uh, well, he obviously can't control anything that's happening to the rock. <laughs> so. So he doesn't get any credit. I'm sorry, no. <laughs> All right, He's fine. been captured the whole time. He stood there for the <laughs> remainder of the struggle. He was her. He's the team rocket <laughs> of this struggle. He's just observing. <laughs> I'm sorry. You were saying? This is where Fiore, he appears with his last bit of strength. He's appearing as his child form, his purest form. Yeah. Uh-huh. You and Sailor Moon delivered me from Cassinian's destructive grasp. Thanks to you, I'm still able to give you this, my life. This is the friendship flower. It holds my life energy. Give its nectar to Sailor Moon. Fiore gives the last of his life to Serena. That's so beautiful. Because he knows Serena is what makes him happy. I know. (sighs) Sailor Mars should be the captain of the scouts. (laughs) Sorry. Is now the time to talk about that? Is now really the time? Mars should be captain. That's all I'm saying. Like... He kisses her. This is an iconic still of Darian kissing Serena. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it restores the moon crystal, brings Sailor Moon back to life. And she's kind of like, hmm, Uh, we save Earth? (laughs) Are we good? (laughs) Did we do it? (laughs) We saved Earth. I just want her to go, again? (laughs) Again. We saved Earth? Yes. Thank you. Without you, I never could have held the crystal until the very end. I believe that, honey! (laughs) I believe you literally couldn't have done a lick of that without the help of your friends. Oh my god. Not a lick! (laughs) She just lay off of her, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She did save the universe. Uh, But but then she's just taking naps and sitting in corners (laughs) pouting. So, from now on, when I say it'll be alright, you'll believe me? Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Sailor Moon. At least it didn't, you know, end like last week when they were just like, maybe we're just here because we're here. <laughs> I have no memory of any of this. <laughs> God, uh... Do you think Fiore's in Pokey Heaven with Mewtwo and all the clones? I hope wherever Fiore is, he has peace. I bet, you know what, he should stop by the bathhouse. (laughs) Yeah. And get him (laughs) some TLC. (laughs) In Spirited Away. That's great, I love that. Oh, guys, there's not gonna be a big outro this week, I just... Guys, we love that movie. It's so, it's in us. It is in us, isn't it? It is part of us. And just, it's what launched my personal affinity with the magical girl genre. I can hear her playing the Luna Rock song under this again. Oh my God. You're going to do it, right? Yeah. Anyway, go on. (laughs) I just find something so empowering about magical girl manga. Say magical girl shit. Say it. (laughs) MGS, magical girl shit. I just feel so empowered by magical girl manga and anime. It's just, it's just, it's in a, in a genre where femininity is not always positive or looked upon positively by the fan base and the, and the characters in the show. It's just so friggin' positive. Yeah, yeah. And just affirming. I love it. I feel, I feel, I feel. I feel, <laughs> I feel like Sailor Moon. 
I feel like Sailor Moon. You just want to be pretty Soldier Sailor Moon. I want to protect my friends and fight bad guys and skip math class and eat lunch. And get put in Facebook jail for calling out white supremacists. (laughs) I did do that, didn't I? Yes. What is this, number four? (laughs) Number five? I was in sin for, I was in for seven days. No, but like. How many times is it now? I think this is the fifth time. The fifth time you've been in Facebook jail. Literally just for calling people out for being horrible. Yeah. Like if you're a transphobe or a racist, you're going to hear about it. Mark, your priorities are fucked up. I am the Sailor Moon of Facebook, please. Okay, guys, we're we're drawing to the end of anime. I'm very sad. But hey, you know, we started out with a Ghibli, and I think we're going to go out on a Ghibli, don't you think? Oh, nice book ending. Yeah. Next week, folks, we are going to be covering another one of Hayao Miyazaki's most visually striking masterpieces, the 2004 animated film Howl's Moving Castle. I'm excited to see this again because I've only seen it once and it was with you and I remember having a good time. I, so. I think you're really going to like all of the themes on war and pacifism and using your power for good. <laughs> I think we're going to have a nice conversation. It'll be a great way to reflect on where we were a year ago. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. So in that case, folks, you know, a happy Memorial Day to everybody when that comes up. Also, <laughs> thoughts around the world, guys. A lot of shit going on around the world right now. Yeah. And if you need a little bit of escapism, you can uh, always turn us on or uh, select one of our many films that we've covered and just get away. Yeah, guys, if you're traveling to go places and do things, number one, I hope you're vaccinated. Guys, it's still a pandemic. Like, we all know that, right? Like, it's still a pandemic. But if you're driving up to the country to go camping or something, maybe maybe have us along for the ride. No, yeah, we'd love it. We'd love it. (laughs) We'd love to be with you. We'd love to be in your waves. Honey, I want to be in your waves. (laughs) Stop. Don't make it creepy. Ooh, honey, invite us into your airwaves. (laughs) In the meantime, guys, you can follow us on Twitter at Kick and Stream. K-I-C-K-N-S-T-R-E-A-M. You can write the show at kickingandstreamingpodcast at gmail.com. That's with an and, not an ampersand. And don't forget, folks, practice the three R's. Rate, review, retweet. Rate, review, retweet. Sailor Mars should be the captain of the Sailor Scout. (laughs) We want everybody to join our little watch party. Take us out. More quality content coming to you from kicking and streaming. Until then, I'm Carrie. Venus has nothing to contribute. And as always, (laughs) sorry, sorry, Mom. Mom. (laughs) Jesus.